I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. It's 8 o'clock on today coming up. Hooray for Hollywood. Screenwriters reach a tentative deal with studios and streamers suspending picketing for the first time in nearly five months. Just ahead, what it means for the actor's strike and the return of your favorite shows and movies. Then, raising awareness. The wife of Bruce Willis, Emma, is here to talk about her husband and shine a light on frontotemporal dementia. Our important discussion just ahead. Plus, throw in the towels. Craig is taking us inside the game for a look at the Steelers' terrible towel tradition seen everywhere from the stadium to wedding ceremonies. What do you think it is about these towels that are so magical for Steelers fans? Oh, I just think it's the energy that they bring. You just get so into the game. That story coming up. And Usher in, the star, announcing on social media he is performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm really happy that I'm joining that uh, that shortlist of legacy artists from my genre who uh, deserve this moment. The reaction is in and fans are saying, yeah, today, Monday, September 25th, 2023. <laughs> Mother-daughter trip from Loveland, Colorado on, on our honeymoon, honeymoon from Arlington, Texas. Hello, Hello happy, happy Grace, Grace Maryland. Maryland. Today I turned 50. Hi to our friends and family. In Charleston, South Carolina. From Conway, Arkansas. On a girls trip. On fall break from Marietta, Georgia. Celebrating in Margaret's 13th birthday. Here's surprise my mom. There's your girls. Love that. Yeah. Welcome back Sweet. to you today. Nice to have you with us on a Monday morning. We're going to Craig join us in just a bit. He's doing something very close to his heart today. Indeed he is. Coming up tomorrow on today, we're going to have a story that all parents and teens need to see. We have the first look at a groundbreaking new report that examines every aspect of how kids are using their phones. Yeah, it's showing how their attention is being commanded by those screens throughout the day, including at school. And the real impact it has on their day-to-day lives. We're going to break down the results. 
We'll have some takeaways and we're going to show you how you can make your child's relationship with their device a healthier one. It's a topic we're going to delve into a lot coming up. Absolutely. Let's get to your news at eight o'clock after a weekend of marathon talks. A tentative deal has been reached to end the nearly five month Hollywood writers strike. NBC Entertainment correspondent Chloe Malas is here with the breakthrough and what to expect as we go forward here. Chloe, good morning. Good morning, you guys. Well, this is some very welcome news for everyone waking up to this this morning. So the WGA reaching an agreement. It's a tentative agreement. It's a three-year deal with the AMPTP. The AMPTP, they represent streamers, studios, including NBC Universal's parent company, Comcast. Now, if you guys remember, it has been nearly 150 days since film and TV writers, they walked out on Hollywood, they hit those picket lines. Now, we don't know the specific yets of this deal, but it likely promises higher residuals from streaming, higher wages, and protections against artificial intelligence. But what does this mean for you? Well, writers will nil, will not exactly return to work just yet. So they have to wait for a final contract to be drafted, voted on by the members of the union. Now, the union is encouraging writers to join the actors who remain on strike. Remember SAG-AFTRA, over 100,000 writers, they are still on strike. We hope to see that coming together this week for them. Now, this could take weeks or even months for Hollywood to see a full reboot. Um, and so while talk shows will likely be the first back on the air, experts say that new episodes of hit scripted shows may not return until early next year. So you're still going to have to wait just a little bit longer. Okay, Chloe. But glimmer of hope. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Chloe. We turn now to the growing emergency over the drinking water supply in New Orleans. Officials are scrambling to deal with the saltwater invasion that could contaminate drinking water for millions of people. NBC's Blaine Alexander is right there in New Orleans with the very latest. Hey, Blaine, good morning. Well, Hoda, good morning to you. That's right. The mayor here in New Orleans has declared a state of emergency. Officials say right now the drinking water is safe to drink, but they're fighting hard to keep it that way. Now, the issue stems from the Mississippi River. Right now, it's at record lows. It comes from a summer of extreme high heat and low rain, so that means it's triggered an extreme drought. Now, at the same time, salt water from the Gulf is also flowing upstream. Now, typically, the river is flowing fast enough to keep that at bay. That's not the case here. In fact, the governor predicts that in the next few weeks, they could see record lows for the Mississippi River, and they could see an impact on the drinking water supply by late next month, Hoda. All right. Uh, but it's still a month away. So I know there's a scramble to get that drinking water up to snuff. So yeah. what are officials doing? Hoda, they're doing a number of things. They're really going at this from all angles. First, they're shipping in literally fresh water by the tens of millions every single day. They're hoping to mix that with the saltier water in hopes of reducing the saline content. Secondly, they're literally trying to stop that salt invasion in its tracks. They're raising a 25-foot underwater barrier in hopes of slowing the flow into the Mississippi River. They're also looking at looking further upriver and bringing some of the more fresh water down here and mixing it with the water supply. Again, Hoda, this is the drinking supply for many people, not just in New Orleans, but in this entire region, and they're really hoping to keep it a safe to drink, Hoda. Yeah, all right, tough task ahead. Blaine Alexander for us there in New Orleans. Blaine, thank you. For the first time, NASA has brought asteroid samples back to Earth after harvesting them in outer space. NASA's OSIRIS-REx spacecraft flew past Earth early yesterday morning and then released a capsule filled with a half pound of rocks and dust. 
It landed in the Utah desert. They were then collected from an asteroid. Excuse me. They were collected from an asteroid 200 million miles away. And scientists are excited now because they say an asteroid is like a time capsule from the early formation of our solar system and can help them study how the Earth was formed. So dozens of people flocked to a beach on Lake Michigan this weekend to see something they had never imagined. Flamingos in Wisconsin. The birds waded into the surf far from their tropical home. The pink ones are grown-ups. The gray ones are younger. Wildlife officials believe they were blown off course last month by winds from Hurricane Adelia while they were flying over the Caribbean. They hope that the weather gets colder and the instincts will kick in and then those flamingos will head back home. They really drew a crowd out they there. Did. Oh, they did. They did. Coming up next, we are going to sit down with the wife of Bruce Willis, Emma. It's her first interview since the beloved actor's challenging health diagnosis, her inspiring mission to raise awareness and get more help for other caregivers. That is coming up right after this. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. We are back at 811 with a very special guest. So earlier this year, the family of legendary and beloved actor Bruce Willis announced that he had been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia. It's a devastating condition that robs many of their ability to speak or communicate. And at the moment, there is no treatment and there is no cure. So in honor of World FTD Awareness Week, Bruce's wife, Emma Hemming Willis, has made a decision And she has become an advocate for all patients and families struggling with FTD to bring awareness to the disease and the urgent need for research. And she joins us now, along with Susan Dickinson. She's the CEO of the Association for Frontotemporal Degeneration. Emma, Susan, good morning. First of all, thank you for coming. I know this was not an easy decision and it's out of your comfort zone, but we are here together right now. Just let's let me start off by asking, how are you and how is Bruce doing? You know, what I'm learning is that dementia is hard. It's hard on the person diagnosed. It's also hard on the family. Um, and that is no different for Bruce or myself or our girls. And when they say that this is a family disease, it really is. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. You guys do have young kids and kind of introducing what is happening to their father must not be a simple thing. How did you go about that process? You know, I think it's always been, um, we're a very honest and mm. open household. And, you know, the most important thing was to be able for us to say what the disease was, explain what it is, because when you know what the disease is from a medical standpoint, it sort of all makes sense. So it was important that we let them know what it is, because, you know, I don't want there to be any 
stigma or shame attached to their dad's diagnosis Mm -hmm. or for any form of dementia? Well, that's what's interesting, because I think when I was first reading about FTD, I was like, I don't. What is that? I mean, you think it's like Alzheimer's where you lose memory. That is not at all what it is. You lose language function and other functions of your body. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. It affects, uh, it can, it can affect movement. It can affect speech. Um, and what's, what's the other yeah. one, Susan? Um, behaviors, personality, and what we call executive functioning. And this is something that is often misdiagnosed because I, I guess it's because there's not enough awareness among the medical community about it. So what are people often diagnosed with? Susan, when when they ha- when they produce the symptoms, yeah. So it's it's one of the most confusing parts um, mm-hmm. because it is less common. Most doctors aren't familiar with it, so it can take almost four years for people to get diagnosed on average. And as you say, they accrue many misdiagnoses along the way. Often, uh, depression, bipolar mm-hmm. disease, Alzheimer's, or even somebody with some of the movement symptoms Emma was mentioning, maybe even Parkinson's or ALS. So how do people present when they have this, Susan? What we're really talking about, Hoda, is unexplained changes in how a person um, it, it is in the world. So somebody who's normally speaks absolutely fine has trouble putting their thoughts into meaningful sentences, Mm -hmm. or they may lose the meaning of a specific word. Mm -hmm. Um, We're talking about maybe a person who always managed the family's finances, all of a sudden can't, has trouble balancing a checkbook, Um, or has problems at work. Somebody who always performed well is either making poor decisions Mm -hmm. or just isn't completing tasks. And you can see how that could tiptoe in as something that's like an everyday whoops, and then suddenly you start adding up. Was it, Emma, was it, how was it to come to terms with this diagnosis for you? I think it was the blessing and the curse, you know, to sort of finally understand what was happening so that I can be into the acceptance of what is. Mm. Um, It doesn't make it any less painful, but um, just being in the acceptance is... um, and just being in the know of what is happening to Bruce just um, makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Does does he know what's going on? Is that something that he is aware of? Hard to know. Hard to it's know. hard to know. Yeah. Yeah. What we know is um, obviously the disease can start in the frontal or the temporal lobes, like the like the name the name signifies. And one of the things that the frontal lobe controls is self-insight. Mm-hmm. So we really don't know. Some people, it's the first thing they lose is any understanding that they themselves have changed. Mm-hmm. And other people retain that for a long time. Yeah. Being a, you don't call it a caretaker. That's one of the first things I noticed. What do you call it? Care partner. A care partner. Because he is yeah. your partner. He is my partner. Yeah. I, he's my, he's my partner. So I am his care partner. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of care partners out there who are watching, who are caring for loved ones with different kinds of diseases and ailments. And how have you been able to navigate those waters? It's not, you need gas in the tank, obviously, to do what you're doing. Yeah, you really do. I think as a care partner, it's so important to be able to ask for help and support. And, you know, you can look to organizations like the AFTD, like Hilarity for Charity, who, you know, is, it's a sort of a great starting point. And, um, you know, it's, it's important for care partners to look after themselves so that they can be the best care partner for the person that they're caring for. Um, 
when I think about your family, I, I see like beautiful children and your husband. Are you still, is, are there ways that you celebrate joy in your family and how do you do that? I mean, we celebrate, there's so many beautiful things happening in our lives. Um, it's just really important for me to look up from the grief and the sadness so that I can see what is happening around us. And, you know, Bruce would really want us to be in the joy of what is. Um, he would really want that for me and our family. And he's a healer, too. Like, I would imagine you being here is something that he would be cheering on. Yeah, him and our girls who are watching. I've got the whole family watching. <laughs> They're rooting me on. Um, I'm here to, like I said, raise awareness, but um, to also make them proud. I know um, one of the things people are wondering, like, how do you know if you have this? Is this something that is passed on genetically? So it can be. And in, uh, in about 20 to 25 percent of people, there is a genetic mutation. And as you imply, Hoda, we see that pattern from grandparent to parent to child. Mm -hmm. But in the majority of people, it's what we call sporadic. There, we do not know yet what causes the condition, which is one of the challenges. Emma, what do you think Bruce is teaching your girls now? Oh, my gosh. I mean, honestly, he is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, love, patience, resilience, so much. And, and he's teaching me and our whole, I mean, you know, for me to be out here doing this, this is not my comfort zone, but like... This is the power of Bruce. <laughs> I've heard from people who have a, a, an ailing family member, and I remember this from a friend of mine. She said, my husband's diagnosis made my kids better people, mm -hmm. uh, just better people. Is that what you're noticing with that yours? That is what I'm noticing. I'm noticing that, listen, I think my kids would be great <laughs> no matter what, and this is not what I would want for them. But really, like I said, it's, it is, it's teaching them so much and how to care and love and um, it's really, it's a beautiful thing amongst the sadness. Yeah. Well, you said they're cheering you on. I can, I can feel them right now. I, you did a great job. Thank you so thank much. You. Thanks for thank coming. You. Susan, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll be back right after this. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And let's take a look, show you what we've got going on. Uh, rainy conditions here in the Northeast still hanging around. Strong storms down through the Gulf on into Florida, hot and dry in the Southwest. And we've got some major heavy rain from Northern California all the way to the Pacific Northwest. And that is your latest weather. Guys? Thank you, Mr. Right. Roker. You know, I want you to know Pop Start was strong. Yeah. But yes. we needed you to say yes. it was the best yeah, time exactly. of the morning. Best time of the morning. Yes. Pop Start. It just gives us energy. It does. All right. So, first up, let's start talking about the Super Bowl, the halftime show. It may still be months away, but we now know who will be headlining. It's not a secret anymore. Eight-time Grammy-winning artist Usher is set to take the world stage at Allegiant Stadium in February. NBC's Gotti Schwartz has the details. Hey, Gotti. Hey, good morning. Yeah, after more than a decade, Usher is bound for the Super Bowl stage again, but this time as the headliner, it is a coveted gig that the singer says has been on his bucket list for years. Despite the pressure, he says he's ready. This morning, Grammy-winning superstar Usher sharing his latest confession. The chart topper announcing his new headlining gig with a younger version of himself in a series of star-studded spoofs. In a statement Sunday, Usher firing up fans for a show of a lifetime, writing in part, I can't wait to bring the world a show unlike anything else they've ever seen from me before. With a career spanning three decades and amassing nine number one hits, as well as a Super Bowl guest performance with the Black Eyed Peas in 2011, 
the singer will mark yet another milestone in the City of Lights, home to his residency, where today got a backstage pass last year. I wanted to offer something that um, is just about joy and fun in this time in my life. With the Super Bowl stage now at his feet, the star, ready to fulfill a dream, he says, was brought by destiny. For the Super Bowl to have made its way to Las Vegas while we were in Vegas having such an amazing two years is definitely going to be a moment to remember. And in a statement, Jay-Z, who gave Usher the big news, he expressed his confidence, writing in part, Usher is the ultimate artist and showman. I can't wait to see the magic, and we can't either. Guys? It's going to be fun. I think it'll be high energy. Oh, it'll be a party. Oh, yes. It's going to be a party. You'll know every song. Skating, every all, things. all right. Thank you, Gotti. Next up, The Wiz. Last night, the revival of the classic musical opened in Baltimore nearly 50 years after the show had its world premiere there. The cast, listen to this, not receiving one night. Not two, but five standing ovations. Apparently, it's amazing. And guess what? what? We have a pop start exclusive announcement for you this morning. The Wiz oh. is opening on Broadway yeah. wow. April Great. 17th. We can ease on down the road to the Marquee Theater. The cast will include Wayne Brady as The Wiz, Deborah oh. Cox as Glinda, and actress Nichelle Lewis will play Dorothy. They are ready. Oh. Oh, I hear it. It's my chill. Show. Yes. That's right? Oh. Good stuff. All right. Next up, Life on Our Planet. We have an exclusive. We're just doing it today. An exclusive sneak peek at the new series headed to Netflix. This one narrated by Morgan Freeman. Life on Our Planet is using the latest technology and science, bringing long extinct creatures Back to life. And then Let's Morgan go. Freeman narrating. Yeah, yeah. That's Please. Please. Come makes on. it great. Uh, life on Our Planet starts streaming October 25th on Netflix. All right, next up, The Voice is back tonight for season 24 with returning coaches Gwen Stefani, Niall Horan, and John Legend, and newcomer Reba McIntyre. You can catch tonight's season premiere at 8 o'clock, 7 Central, oh. right here on NBC. All right, now to Kelly Clarkson. Finally, the pop superstar went right from rocking our plaza on Friday to making one street performer's dreams come true in Las Vegas. So here's what happened. Clarkson wrote in her caption, I was on my uh, my way to a sound check and was tipping this incredible woman, killing some Tina Turner. And then she asked me to sing, had no clue who I was. And then it hit her and it made my day. She was just oh. on her way to sound yeah. check uh, and heard coolest. a street performer. They sound good. Went together. All right, guys, Perfect. still ahead. We're going to catch up with Craig Carson and Dylan, the special event they're at this morning. Mm-hmm. Craig shares the little-known story behind one of the NFL's most iconic good luck charms, too, the terrible towel. There's the terrible three. Oh. <laughs> Terrific three. <laughs> Plaza, rainy but full of love. That's right. It is Monday. It is the 25th day of September. And you know what that means? What's that? Oh my gosh. Christmas is just three months away. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. happy 50th. And we have an early gift for you guys tomorrow. We have a live performance from country superstars, Lady A. What? Inside, oh, oh, my favorite. Yes. Wow. All right. But first, guys, when up, umbrellas attack. Oh, my goodness. Look at us. I know. I'm like, we're like bumping. I'm sorry. Bumper cars with the <laughs> with the umbrellas. All right. But first, coming up this morning, it's an instantly recognizable symbol of the Steelers. The terrible towel. You can see it at games, weddings, even space. Ah. But how did it come to be? Craig has that story from a special event that he's hosting up in Connecticut today. Hi, guys. Oh, we got wow. Craig. and Perfect Dylan weather for it. Oh, I know. We'll catch up with them in just a minute. Then you guys, you probably recognize Amanda Gorman from her unforgettable inaugural poem. Well, now she's doing something to inspire the next generation of young change makers just like her. And she will tell us all about it. Also ahead, we've got Adriana Brock here with today's bestsellers. Get you excited for the fall. 
That's right. And speaking of fall, on the third hour, we're going to tell you about some hot travel de deals you can grab during the travel world's shoulder season. Wait, but before yes. the weather, hold yes. on. Yes. yes. I don't yes. know that I've ever seen this before, but we've got Aww. Savannah's biggest fan. What's your name? <laughs> Janet Pearlie. Wait. You're with Savannah's biggest fan. What's your name? <laughs> Diane Slattery. Oh, my gosh. Meant, my aunt is Savannah's biggest oh, fan. Hi. I'm Sue Boner. Teresa. Okay, this is hilarious. This is so awesome. They're all here. Wait, I can't believe wow. it. Are we related? We must be. <laughs> That's so cute. I love you. The best. Thanks, y'all. You are so clever and awesome. Thank the you. The best. Really and you stood in the rain. Oh, for you, yeah. you cutie. Oh. Come on, she's your biggest fan. We got some Please. cuties. The, the best, SG. Okay. Oh, and a shout out to We're going to get every right. single person's face on yes. TV. That's a promise, yes, okay? Oh, you bet. That? Okay. You All right, let's show you what we've got going on as far as your weather for the week ahead. Rain and wind here in the northeast, sunny and warm midsection of the country, a lot of wet weather in the Pacific Northwest. Then as we get to the midweek period, heavy rain down through Florida. Sunshine returns finally by midweek here in the northeast, pleasant in the midsection of the country, cool and west out cool and wet out west. Then coastal rain returns. Mid-Atlantic states uh, look for some heat developing in Texas and some mountain snows in the western plains. And a quick note, starting tonight, you're going to have a new favorite show to watch. The Irrational stars Jesse L. Martin as an expert on human behavior who has solving crime down to a science. So you don't want to miss that tonight after The Voice at 10, 9 central and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. And happy 10th birthday to you. What's your name? Scarlett. Little Scarlett. There you have it. All right, guys. Digits, there Scarlett. Got double digits. All right. Wait, Al, did everybody wait, get on TV? Everybody yeah, Every single person. Walked all the way. All right. There you go. Coming up next, the special reason that Craig, Carson, and Dylan are out on the road this morning. That's Plus, symphony. Craig shares an inspiring true story behind one of the most symbolic symbols of the Steelers. <laughs> oh, the terrible the tackle. But first, <laughs> this is today on NBC. Look at those cuties. Yeah. All right, all right. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Welcome back. Well, Craig is on the road this morning at the Shorehaven Golf Club in Norwalk, Connecticut, as he is hosting the second annual Bottoms Up Invitational Golf Tournament for a very special cause. And he's got his two besties out there with him. Mm -hmm. Hi, Craig. 
<laughs> What's up, y'all? Carson, Dylan, they're here as well. A lot of other good people uh, joined us to help raise money for the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. Uh, last time, my wife, Lindsay, and I, we hosted this event that included an auction as well. We joined the fight, as you all know, after my brother Lawrence died of colon cancer back in, in 2020. I'm going to tell you more about that in the uh, third hour. But Carson, this is his first one. Yes. And he brought the great weather. If you have a charity event and you put the words bottoms up on the invite, I show up. <laughs> Any of you watching, just send it to me, Karen NBC. No, after being at work and, you know, supporting it, it's great to show up for your friends. And uh, I'm so happy to be here. Well, thank you. We're going to play some golf, right? Rain or shine? <laughs> Rain or shine. I've been trying to give you like a better forecast uh, the whole time, but no, it's just getting worse. But, so, it, but the, the great thing about the rain is we'll have an excuse for our mediocre golf. Very true. Uh, more of that coming up. Right now, we've got more of our special series inside the game, bringing you a closer look in and around the NFL. The Steelers, I'm sorry, uh, last night they beat those Las Vegas Raiders at Allegiant oh, Stadium. Uh, it was a road game for them, but there was plenty of triumphant twirling action from those famous terrible towels. Win or lose, for Steelers fans, that eye-catching piece of fabric, it's stitched into the franchise, part of the franchise's DNA, but it represents more than just fun. <laughs> During the game, you can be sure fans all across Steelers Nation wave their terrible towels. The towels were the brainchild of Pittsburgh broadcaster Myron Cope. In 1975, Cope urged fans to wave yellow or gold dish towels at a playoff game. The Steelers won that game and went on to win the Super Bowl. So many fans came to believe that the terrible towel played a vital role in the team's success. Now, the towel is part of the identity of Pittsburgh. Fans have taken their towels around the world, even to space. The towels are actually made in Pittsburgh at Little Earth Productions. They've had the NFL license to make the official terrible towels for more than a decade. They make about 250,000 towels every season, a number that's sure to climb if the team makes the playoffs. Ava DeMarco is Little Earth's co-founder. Really cool. Like when you're watching the game and you see tens of thousands like weaving around your towels, what do you think? It's, you know what, I never cease to be thrilled about it. In 1996, Myron Cope gifted the trademark for the terrible towel to the Marakee Allegheny Valley School, which serves people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Since then, the school has received more than $8 million from the sales of terrible towels and related products. And there are a lot of towel options. They cover all the holidays from Halloween through Thanksgiving, Christmas, St. Patrick's Day, the 4th of July. Here in Pittsburgh, the devotion is year round. It's sort of like a cradle to grave thing. You see a lot of people buried with their towels and a lot of the hospitals have a stash on hand. We have a little baby sized towel and they Put them on the babies. It's a wedding thing, too, for some couples, including newlyweds Aldo and Jenna Pomacini. The terrible towel. Yeah. Do you remember when you got your first terrible towel? This is from my grandmother. This is one of the original ones. This is a special one from yeah. December 2017. Oh, wow. Patriots game. We were just getting to know each other and dating. Yeah. and No towel left behind. Yeah. What do you think it is about these towels? that are so magical for Steelers fans? Oh, I just think it's the energy that it brings. You just get so into the game, getting the defense alive, 
and you feel part of the team. The players feel it too. Hall of Famer Mel Blunt was on that 1975 championship team. What was it like that, that first game when you looked up and you saw the towels? We had never seen anything like it. It was like pouring gasoline on a fire, man. The towels it was burnt and it just took off. Ryan Shazier was a player with the Steelers from 2014 to 2020. The energy in this stadium is crazy. It's very intimidating just seeing all these yellow towels, all the terrible towels twirling in the stadium and it just, it gets this team boosted up and juiced up to ready to play. Firing up the players and the fan base. This little yellow towel is the Steelers' not-so-secret weapon. How do you... You got to take the towel at the end and you twirl. Like it's that. A, Just like that. That's it. it. Like that. Is that easy? Yeah. Is that easy? You see, we're getting the fans all worked up. Is that easy? So, I mean, the, the terrible towel really is, is something special. Uh, my wife's family, Lindsay, they're from Pennsylvania. My father-in-law, he actually waved the terrible towel at our wedding. <laughs> oh, wow. Dur yeah, during, during his toast. That's yeah. <laughs> so the folks at Little Earth. It seems dangerous when you're, like, close to people. They were nice enough to make them for, the, like, for us with the Today Show logo. Yeah, we like yeah. them. Very nice. So, we're raising our we'll towels. We'll be using these yeah. to dry off. We'll we'll right. You guys today. are going to need a lot of towels with that rain out there. But, yeah. Craig, you're so good-hearted. I know how much what this rain? event no rain. means what to rain? you. What rain? Yeah. Okay, no rain? Okay, exactly. so great. Exactly. Perfect. Oh. Perfect weather. So glad you We're going to have a Guinness and pretend we're in Ireland. Yeah. There you go. By the way, by the way, guys, so Al was out last night. Helped us sort of kick things off. $1.2 million. Way to go. Uh, right. For the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. Wow. Yeah. Up from last year. Thank all of you for, for your support. Wow. Janelle so, was there, too. Yeah, it was, it was a, a, it was a beautiful event. Way to go, Craig Orr. Thank, Thank you, Craig. Craig. That's right. All right. Go wow. get them. Have fun, y'all. We'll Thank see you. you again in the third hour. We'll see you next hour. Okay. All right. Can't even twirl it. Now, Bye, guys. first, guys. <laughs> Bye. Uh, we're going to sit down for an inspiring conversation with poet and best-selling author Amanda Gorman. We're back in a moment. But first, this is Today on NBC. When day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. Welcome back. Mm. That was the day Amanda Gorman became a household name. Moving the nation as the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history with that poem, the Hill We Climb. Uh, who could forget it? Uh. She's a cum laude graduate of Harvard University, an advocate for racial equality, gender justice, and the environment. And, oh, did we mention a New York Times bestselling mm -hmm. author? And this morning, Amanda's out with an inspiring picture book for kids. It's called Something Someday. I want to get to the book in a second, but I was just noticing your reaction to watching you yourself recite that poem. It, is it still moving to you all these years later? Absolutely, mostly because watching the the recitation puts me so much back into that moment of how nervous but excited but honored i felt yeah. it was all of it at once so sometimes i even have a difficult time watching the video because it's so time traveling me to a moment that i don't think will ever be repeated in my life wow put you right back there we could yeah. see it I yeah we're sitting there yeah. watching it together this is your second children's book mm -hmm. something someday yeah. I love that I, we were just reading through it. It really, it really honors mm -hmm. 
what kids feel mm -hmm. and how they know when there's something that's not right yeah. mm -hmm. and want to make a change in the world. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you saying that. I know you both have children, and so I write my books for children, but also the families, the guardians that are experiencing that literary journey with them. And I wanted to speak to, I think, the emotional intelligence that children have. They understand that big things are going on and they might not see how they fit into that big picture. But I think when they view themselves represented in stories as agents of light and hope and change, that's one of the greatest ways we can empower the next generation to take charge. And as a grown-up reading it, it reminds you that sometimes you tell your kids, well, you can't, that's too big, that's yeah. impossible. I've done that with my daughter, turned around, like, it, you can't build it that way because it won't function. I'll turn around, and she's built it yeah. that way. <laughs> sometimes, as parents, we just need to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I think often I'm so much learning in this process of writing children's books, we have so much to learn from children that we don't always give them credit for. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we want to protect them. We want to safeguard them. But at the same time, we also need to be listening because when they have a mic, it's magic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Seems like kids are kind of the audience you've been wanting to mm -hmm. speak to lately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the most important things for me when I wrote the inaugural poem was that this was going to be the first time that the United States got to witness a young person speaking poetically at the inauguration. And I took that as a huge honor and responsibility not to speak for or at young people, but mm -hmm. to speak among them and with them. I remember doing an interview with you a while ago, and you said you had a dream that as soon as you were eligible, you would run for president. Now, yes. it's been some time since that yes. interview. Is that still the dream on the table? That's still the plan, okay. 100%. Yes. So we'll see. I have some waiting to do because I have to be 35 years old. Yeah, exactly. So not until 2036 will I be eligible. But when that time comes, hopefully we can do a little presidential interview. Oh, <laughs> I, I like that. You'll be here. Will we yes. still be here? Yeah. That's a 2036. Yeah. Who knows? I Who think knows? so, yeah. Oh, oh, thank you so much, Amanda. It's great to see you, as always. And you're going to come back and visit us in the fourth hour? Absolutely. We look forward to that. And again, uh, Something Someday comes out tomorrow. You can find it on today.com slash books. All right. Coming up next, bring on the boots and the sweaters. Let's Turtle go. Legs, little leather. Let's, Let's go. go. It's fall. Sometimes it's fun to kind of start dressing for the cooler weather. We've got some bestsellers to refresh your fall wardrobe. But first, this is Today on NBC. Okay, let's go. 851 Today bestsellers. It is the first official week of fall. And that means it's time to trade in that summer wardrobe. Shop Today editorial director Adriana Brock is here to help. And if you want to purchase any of these items, you can scan the QR code at the bottom of your screen. Hi, Adriana. Good hey, morning. Good morning. Love a little refresh. Ref refresh. For Reflesh fall. for yes. fall, yes. I, it's the perfect time to sort of look at your wardrobe and say, what do I have for fall and what could my closet use? Okay. So these are affordable basics that you can actually add to any existing wardrobe to make it even better, more fun, more versatile. And so. they're a good transition because sometimes it starts out cold, gets a little warm in the afternoon. Exactly. Tell me, we have Amari here. This is a two-piece yes, sweater set. this is set. a two-piece sweater set. So this is actually the number one best-selling two-piece set right now. It's so popular because not only is it great quality, but I love that you can mix and match these pieces. So you know when you're getting out of summer into the fall, like you said, the weather's turning. You still want to be cozy and comfortable. Yeah. 
but you want a piece that's versatile. So this top right here is really textured, really great fall piece because you can layer like a turtleneck underneath, oh, yeah, cute. wear it with jeans, or you could wear the pants alone with like a tank top or a t-shirt, jean jacket, keep it casual. This is a really good piece. It's $54.99 and you're getting two pieces, two pieces that you that. can wear over and over again all season long. Okay, great. Now let's yes. step over here. You okay. said this is the denim. Thank you, Amari. The denim dress we all need. Yes. Okay. Oh, and so, even that is denim, a red denim. Yes. Cute. So I love a button down dress. I think they're so versatile. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of that. Denim is also a really great fabric that's going to take you season through season. So from summer to fall, even winter. And again, what I love about this is that it's flowy, so it's a little bit forgiving, mm -hmm. but it's still really structured and really nice and streamlined. So you can pair this with flats, with your boots, a little moto jacket. Yeah. And again, once it gets really... You could do tights and boots too if it was cold. Exactly. Yeah. Once it gets cooler, you could start to layer it up. So this is, again, another really good foundational piece. Okay, let's talk accessories. Okay. I think that's where the fun starts. Yeah, this is where all the fun starts. So whether you have new stuff in your closet or you need to refresh that old stuff you have... A belt is actually a really good accessory that isn't just functional to like, you know, keep your pants up or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. It actually looks really good with dresses too. So what I like about this one is that it doesn't have any holes. Okay. So it's fully adjustable without punching any holes. Oh, I like the back that. back has this little... I see. Contraption. Okay. So yeah, it's really easy to put oh, it's on. it's cute with that dress. Yeah, I love it with dresses. You know what I also really like using a belt for? When you're wearing like a knit cardigan or like yes. a really chunky sweater, you want to create a waistline oh, yeah. to kind of like That's give you a really little bit cute. more of a streamlined look. Yeah. So this is really great. Super affordable. It comes in a pack of two. And two for $21.99? Yeah, wow. And exactly. great colors and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You can mix and match and have so much fun with it. Okay. I love a crossbody bag, especially okay. when I'm running around with the kids and everything. Okay. So you're going to love this one. Savannah because it is not only just a hands-free bag, it's under $20 and it has four compartments in oh. it. So it's going to keep you organized. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's super roomy. If you, I think yours might be empty. You can oh. see how roomy it is okay. inside. Very and roomy. I love the flap because it yes. has, it's its own pocket Zipper. too. And you could put your phone right out here. In exactly. Case you need it on the other side. Yeah. So this outside. is really good and it's got the adjustable straps so anyone can wear it. Mm -hmm. I love this faux suede texture yeah. too to add a little bit of, you know, fall texture to your outfit. Okay. Really easy piece. These boots look very comfortable and functional. Okay. So these boots are so popular right now. They have 4,000 perfect five-star reviews Wow! and they're under $40. Um, these are really great. Not just for that transitional weather, but just every day, you know, you're going to need a boot this fall. Yeah. You want one that's lightweight, but also really versatile. And that Gives you a little bit of height. Are these waterproof? They look like they would I, be. I don't believe these are waterproof. Oh, okay. They could probably sustain a little like bit of Like a rain. little, yeah. Yeah, you can also. They're not galoshes. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? You could buy those, um, the treatment sprays yes. to treat your shoes to okay. keep them water repellent away. Um, these are really great because yeah. they're so light. Okay. They're really comfortable. You can wear them all day and you're still getting a little bit of height, a little bit of a trendier look. Yeah, be cute with um, your little skirt you have on yes, here too. exactly. Okay, 30 seconds for the jewels. Okay. Jewelry, I know you love an earring party, just like I do. I do. You, I know you love this. So this is really cool. It's a pack of six earrings, gold tone or, or silver tone, really affordable, under $15. Easy way to spruce up your outfit. Okay, I know. It does add a little. Yeah, I'm wearing one of them right now. I love it. Yeah. You're, you're wearing all these items yes, so well. I love it. Thank you. If you want to purchase any of them, scan the QR code or go to today.com slash shop. We are back with the third and fourth hours. We'll see Craig and Carson and Dylan out there at the golf tournament. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. 
Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available.